Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. And okay, so we're gonna get into Monica's album called um, The Boy Is Mine, title, title after the song, The Boy Is Mine. Um, let's see, it says, uh, upon release, The Boy Is Mine received generally positive reviews from contemporary music critics who appreciated the album's production quality and praised Monica's overall vocal performance. The album debuted at number eight on Billboard Top, 100, top 200, at number two on top R&B albums in August 1998, which means it came out, I think, after Brandy's did. It was eventually certified triple platinum by the Recording Industry um, Association of America, RIAA, donating, hold on, donating shipments of over 3 million copies throughout the country with estimated sales of 2 million copies in the United States as of November 2014. Uh, This is her biggest international seller. To date, it became a moderate success outside of the USA, uh, peaking within the top 20 in France, Japan, and the Netherlands, or also New New Zealand and Switzerland. So very, very cool. Um, There's a lot. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, singles on here. There's seven singles off this album. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. The, the, well, the, yeah, the album came out. That's the first song, The Boy Is Mine, was released in May. The second song, The First Night, was released in uh, July of that same year. So um, I'm going to play the whole album except for The Boy Is Mine because uh, it's just not on here, but we've already heard The Boy Is Mine off of Brandy's album. So there's no need to hear it twice because it's going to be the same song again. All right, here we go. The first song is called uh, Street Symphony. Actually, that's an ad, and I don't really care about the whole ad. Okay, cute for you. Bye. Okay. Oh, I didn't even mention this. Let's go over the singles on the album. It's going to be The Boy Is Mine, The First Night, Angel of Mine, Inside, Street Symphony, uh, Gone Be Fine, (laughs) and then Right Here Waiting. Okay, work. Ooh, that dress. Hold on. Have I seen this video before? I don't know. Okay, her outfit is giving TLC. At least the with the like leather pants. Okay, come through violence. Okay, this is cute. That was a cute song. Um, the next one is called Ring the Bell. I like her album cover too. I like the blue. 
by the way, the second song would have been The Boy Is Mine, which is already a bop. Um, Street Symphony was cute. Let's see what this one is. around the time she did that um, Teen People cover with Britney and Nick Carter for whatever reason. I don't know why they were all big to be on that cover together, but I was like loving this. I love all three of them. Um, this one is not for me. Yeah, this one's not for me. Next one. Okay. This commercial is crazy. All right. So we have... She doesn't have this, this many songs as much she did as the, as the last one. So it'll be a little bit shorter. Let's, here we go. I think I remember growing up loving this song, actually. So... Oh, that's Jermaine Dupree. He must be on here. Yep, he is. He's the first name in the, the songwriting part. Makes sense. She's so pretty. Monica looks like she will tell you just how it is, period. Okay, the dress. I should make a move, but I won't. I know you're coming thinking something is wrong. Do that, it won't be right. I wanna get down with the first night. I should make a move, but I won't. I know you're probably thinking something is. You're probably thinking be right. I wanna get down, but not the first night. Hold up. I should make a move, but I won't. I know you're probably thinking something is wrong. This reminds me of the criminal video from Fiona Apple. This scene, these scenes here where the 
camera's all moving. I love like wherever they shot this video is really pretty. I love the colors. It's a lot of gold in here. This also is giving a little bit Sam my name Destiny Shaw. That's a whole bop. Okay, the next one is Misty Blue. Is this a remake? Is this a cover? I should ask. I think it is a cover. It would be, it is a cover. Oh, it was released on my birthday. Oh, actually recorded on my birthday. So, not 1966, I ain't that old, but still. It must be a bop because it was recorded on my birthday. No. I mean, decades before I was even a thought, let's see the point. I've heard this before. Not her version, but I've heard this. These are interesting choices that she and Brandy made for songs on their albums. I'm like, why this one? Not that they're bad songs or that they're bad singing them. It's just so random to me. Okay, yes. This is cute. All right. This is cute. All right, the next one is going to be Angel of Mine. It's a bop. It's about, and I would say like with Brandy, with Have You Ever, this is, this is Monica's like, oh, why am I turning me down? Uh, this is Monica's like slow song, like, okay, you did the thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. She's wearing another white dress. This is cute. Hold on, y'all. Sorry, y'all. I had to go and tend to something. Let me go ahead and get back into this. Angel of Mine. Her makeup looks good. Well, the coat she has on, too. Okay, Tyrese is in the video. Okay, Tyrese. You helped me grow. Oh. Do me a favor. Never listen to this song on Kids Bop because it's offensive. 
I'm living for like her, like the art designs in her videos. Cause like all the floors and the ceilings and shit she got in here in her videos, they're cute. Like someone putting budget on her surroundings. Okay. Hold up. Okay, the next one. Let's see what we're getting into. The next one is going to be called Gonna Be Fine featuring Outcast. And it looks like it's going to be a video. Oh, no, it's not. What you giving? Okay, this That one's okay. I like the beat a lot. Um, no, that one's all right. The next one is going to be called Inside. Let's see, is this a video too? Oh, it's a video. I wonder if she filmed a lot of these back to back. Okay, she got some cute men on this album. Okay, Monica, what you give it? I like this one. This is this is kind of like her um 
her, uh, not quite dreaming, but it, you know, it, it's, it's something. It, it's, I like that one. That, this one is good. The next one is called Take Him Back. Take who back? Wait, what? But I thought the boy was yours. Now you want to take him back? Or are you telling somebody to take him back? A truly dynamic character. Hi, it's Cassie Webb. When you first meet Cassie, she is. I'm actually excited to see Madam Webb, but for probably all the like, not all the wrong reasons. I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man fan, um, especially the expanded Spider-Man like cart like characters and stuff. So I really want to see how well or bad this movie does. It, I'm not gonna lie to you; it doesn't look great. If I'm gonna keep it a book, it does not look the greatest. But I'm still interested. Like to me, nothing can be worse than Spider-Man Three, and I sat through that bullshit in theaters. So I. <laughs> Oh, and I'm going to keep it a buck with you, too. Growing up, I was not a big fan of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Y'all can stay all the way mad, bitch. Do I care? No. Um, I like Spider-Man 2, but Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man movie with the Green Goblin's mask, I did not, I thought it was, I was like, this is corny as shit, right? Y'all going crazy over, over what? Like, y'all might, like, y'all might like Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man 2, but what the fuck is this? Spider-Man 2 was a good movie. Spider-Man 3 went back to the bullshit. Spider-Man 1, though, I have come to appreciate it over time more because I actually sat there, like, not so long ago and watched every Spider-Man movie. And I was like, this is actually not that bad. It's better than I remembered it being, but it's still not one of my favorites. It's just okay. Um, but I'm like, everything, like, nothing could be as bad as... Most things should not be as bad as Spider-Man 3. And I don't think Madam Web is going to be worse than that. I, if it is, if it is... Okay. <laughs> if it is, somebody gonna pay. Somebody's gonna pay. Somebody's going to pay. If it is worse than Spider-Man three, somebody's going to pay. Because like I, I feel like Spider-Man three is when it comes to Spider-Man shit, that is top tier trash. And I just I don't think anything can be y'all can y'all can come for the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Bitch, you're a fucking hater. That's all. Look, people who come for Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man movies are just haters. You're mad because it's not fucking Tobey Maguire. Honestly, Tobey Maguire looks creepy. I love him. I do. Mm, I like. Him, but he looks creepy as Spider-Man to me. He just does. He just looks like a whole. He looks like a whole creep, a whole greasy creep. He just does. Y'all can say what you want. I really don't care. Um, but especially especially in Spider-Man Three. But I get the point. Um, but anyway, like I love Tom Tom Holland. Is that his name? Not him. The other one, Andrew Garfield. I like his Spider-Man. I just do. I like the way he played Peter Parker and Spider-Man. I just do. I like the way he did it. Whatever. But to me, nothing can be as bad as Spider-Man Three. And so I'm just kind of like. And I know y'all be like, amazing Spider-Man movies suck. Shut the fuck up, bitch. No, they don't. Anyway, getting back to this. But yeah, Madam Web, I feel like nothing's going to be as bad as Spider-Man 3. And if it's better than Spider-Man 3, then it's a win for me. That's how I feel. Here we go. I know this beat. Yep, Sting. I was like, wait, hold up. All right, she got Sting on the track. Who's Austin? Is that her? Who's Austin? Who is this? No, Dallas Austin. It was just saying Austin, so I was like, is that her? What is Monica's real name? Just so I, I know what her real name is. Monica Denise Arnold. So it would be okay. So I was like, is that a stage name for her? Monica Denise Arnold. I don't see. 
it's not bad. It really isn't. It, it's not bad. I love the beat. I just kind of wish I, there's some. There's an oomph I'm missing from. I think some of her songs. Brandy sometimes has that same thing where I'm like, I'm missing an oomph from you. I don't know. I think I just like the octaves higher. It could be me. I could be just biased towards higher octaves than what they're given on some of these songs. But like, I don't know. I just, that was okay. It was okay to me. Uh, the next one is called Right Here Waiting. I feel like I've heard this before. Am I thinking of I'm thinking of dream? Tell me what we gonna do about while I'm sitting right here waiting. I think that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know why that came to mind, but that's what I'm thinking of. I think that one was called "What You Gonna Do About Us." I think. What are we gonna do about us? Let me know if this is true. Let me know if I found the one when you sitting right here waiting. Oh, it's got one of the guys from 112 in it. Okay, or all of 112 in it. All right, what you giving? What? Feeling right here waiting for you. Who sings this originally? It's not her. Right here, waiting was by American Time. Okay, yeah, but it's released. Okay. David Foster, Canadian musician David Foster. Monica. The singer asked Foster to recreate. Okay, so this is a remake. I was like, what? I do like that. I do like. I don't. I don't hate it at all. I do like it. I like the original version as well. Like I'm not crazy about it, but I do like the original version. So this was cute. This is another. It's the choices that they're making. I think are really interesting. I'm like, what, huh? And I think also Brandy had a Canadian singer songwriter on her album, right? That one song that she redid. So I think that's interesting that they both had like that on the brain to just like go from these Canadian uh, songwriters or whatever producers on their on their songs. The next one is called Cross the Room. Awesome. 
Okay, so it says the first night samples Diana Ross's 1976 uh, Love Hangover. Uh, Take Him Back samples Sting's 1993 Shape of My Heart. Um, Cross the Room samples the Flat Back Band's 1980 I Like Girls. Uh, Angel of Mine is a cover version, I did not know that, of Eternal's 1997 original recording, so literally the year before. Misty Blue is a cover version of Dorothy Moore's 1976 original recording. And then Right Here Waiting is a cover version of Richard Marks' 1989 original recording. Interesting. It's not bad. It's fun. I like this one. All right. The next one is called I Keep It. I Keep It to Myself. Yeah. Okay. I read that right. We have two more. This is this one and then the next one, which I think the next one is from Space Jam. I don't know, though. Yes, it was. Interesting that she put it on this album because it came out the year before. But you know what, Shig? Okay, get in where you fit in. Not a bad song. I don't hate it at all. Um, the next one is called For You I Will, and I, this is a bop to me. So I remember this one. I'm across the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, this is a bop. Someone said, who's still listening to this song in 2020? Yep. Well, it's 2024, and I'm listening to it, so... Dang, Angel of Mine has 135 million views. Okay, Miss Thang, work. This is another one for her. That's another, like, um, dreaming moment. Like, a good ballad for her. I will cross the ocean for you. I will go and bring the moon. I will be your hero, your strength. You mean I will be the sun in your sky. I will light your way for all time. 
great way to end the album and that is the last song there were like a few other ones but they were well there were actually just two remixes of the first night so that's pretty much all but that's a good way to end that album i do feel like the last two songs were kind of similar so i probably would have spaced those out but i do think that that was a really good way to end that album was with that song that's a really pretty song um overall i'm gonna okay i'm gonna call this one I'm going to call it a bop only because of the fact that there wasn't a song I didn't actually go like, oh, God, I hate this song. I didn't hate any of the songs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there were some songs I'm like, eh, this is okay. Eh, this really isn't for me. But I did like, um, I thought Street Symphony was okay. I liked The Boy Is Mine. Um, I loved The First Night. Um, I did like her take on Misty Blue was cute. I loved Angel of Mine. Um, uh, Gonna Be Fine, I just liked the the beat. Um, I really did like Inside. I did like Take Him Back. Um, right Here Waiting was good, too. Um, I think it was Cross Room that I thought was okay, good. That was good, too. And then the last two songs, I was like, yeah, well, I, for you, I will, I loved. And then Keep It To Myself wasn't a bad song. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just say that it's a bop because I really did like. And not because I'm trying to appease Monica fans. It has nothing to do with that. Um, I actually really do think this album was a good album. And I, I think I like it more than the first one. But I did like Just One Of Those Days. One Of Them Days. I loved that one. Um, there were a few songs on the first album I really did like as well. And same thing with Brandy. I think their, her second album, too, was better than the first one. Um, even though the first one had some bangers on it for sure. Um, I'm excited to hear Aaliyah's second album and Maya's second album. We're going to get into those in a minute. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say this is a bop too. So they both have bops for their first two albums. We'll see what happens when we get into um, Full Moon and into her. I think it's called So Gone. I don't know what Monica's third album is. I remember having it. I did buy it, but I, I didn't listen to a lot of the songs on it, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but I'm excited to see how their music evolves and changes but i think these are really i think both of and not just them but the other girls too well Aaliyah, because i didn't really care for Maya's first album at all but i think all three of them and their first albums and now their first two albums except for i can't speak for Aaliyah's yet because i haven't listened to the whole thing yet but um well no i can't because there's some songs on that i already know are like yes i think they really did help make the 90s such a great time for like r&b music and for you know, like you know young people too um I would say like myself, but I was I was a child child, so this wasn't for me at all. But I really do like how like it really was a lot listening to a lot of their music that did kind of help shape me into like the pop kid that I am because I liked their music first. I heard their music obviously before Britney and Christina and all them, but they did have that kind of like vibe with those songs too. I mean, obviously Britney's was more bubblegum pop than the rest, but there's still some cuteness and like you know what I'm saying. Like I did like some of the songs from their first albums that did remind me a little bit of listening to like Britney's first album and Christina's first album stuff like that so I think they are just right up there with the pop kids um in their own like in their own lane but also collectively in the same lane too so um but yeah I really did like their first two albums Monica and Brandy that is the end of this one I will see you guys next time this was Monica's The Boy Is Mine uh which came out in 1998 and then we're gonna get into Aaliyah's second album One in a Million and Maya's second album which I think is called what is it called? Oh my God. Uh, fear of flying or whatever, something like that. We'll see. I'll see you guys later. Bye.